Hi, guys. Uh, Jay, can just give your assessment of the game from a coaching standpoint? Found a way to win. Um, obviously, didn't start the way we wanted to start tonight. And uh, But credit to our players that um, on a night that wasn't, everything didn't fire on all cylinders, they found a way to win. It's tough when Jason Greger's nephew gets those first two. You're down two. Jason was the only guy that was cheering for the San Jose Sharks there. I'm sure. Uh, Is that a fine in the press box? Well, he was sitting in a he was sitting in a private booth. Then. Oh, okay. Um, Broberg scores a goal. What's it like when a, a player that you know from Bakersfield gets his first NHL goal? Yeah, special for him, obviously. Um, uh, and a big goal at that. It was a tying goal, important uh, at that point in the game. And uh, I'm sure he'll remember it forever, and especially who passed it to him. Yeah, that's what he said. He says it went from the best player in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you start the way you did, obviously a little bit concerning, how did the group sort itself out? Like, what? Uh, how much of it was you, and how much of it was them taking care of their business? It's the players. They, they. It wasn't the way we wanted to start, um, but our players, you know, they say, say the, said the right things on the bench. Um, there were some small corrections that could be made. Uh, we started to skate a little bit better in the second period. Um, still wasn't where we wanted to get to. We were a little better in the third. Um, in the end, um, it was a game that our players dug in and found a way to win that game. The second power play unit had a nice little run there where they were on the ice for quite a while, lots of time. Yeah. Uh, did you just like what you saw from them, and does that maybe bode well for that group to get that time out there? Like yeah, that? I actually think they've been very good uh, since I've been here. Um, they've looked dangerous, dangerous off the rush, dangerous in zone. Uh, scored a big goal tonight on a kind of a rebound chance and coming down on the puck, and I thought uh, I thought it was, you know, th th we had that four-minute power play in, in in the third period there and they had numerous good looks on it and uh, so I feel comfortable anytime they're on the ice. What was the reasoning that Kulak was the defenseman there on the on the winning goal rather than say Bouchard or Barry who play on the power play? Yeah I think when we think of people in those situations you want smooth skating good skating D-men uh, Bouchard and, and uh, Barry are uh, quite capable of taking those shifts as well and even Broberg I've seen in the American League um, involved in some really big overtime goals as well so um, I think Kulak earned it earned that opportunity with his play and uh, what a play by Ryan Nugent Hopkins to find Hyman like that and a great finish by Zach. Um, what, how well do you think um, Kulak is playing with CC after he's played with lots of other people, but that's a big hole to fill alongside CC when Nurse is out? Yeah, I think he's elevated his play. He makes a lot of really good, subtle plays, um, just body position-wise, advancing pucks-wise. Um, he understands that when he's playing with CC, he's probably getting matched up against the top line on the other team. He's looked really good in the last few games uh, when we tasked him with that. Thank you. Jay, uh, you've talked a lot about confidence. You've had four guys here in the last, I know, eight or nine days, Yamamoto, Cassian, Ryan, now McLeod tonight, who all ended kind of lengthy goal droughts. And how important do you feel that is for individuals? You coach a lot of guys, just, you know, the difference now, all of a sudden, nobody really goes to the playoffs, kind of any sort of slump over them. Yeah, I think, uh, and some of those goals are, are 
career highs uh, and important ones for their individual uh, confidence. Uh, we want everybody being confident as they head into the playoffs. I think the one thing, um, and we have one more game tomorrow, obviously, but as you're, as you're heading forward uh, at the end of the regular season, it's a reset in a great way uh, for guys that maybe didn't have the years they, they wanted to have. It, it's a new season. And for guys that did have good years, a way to cap off uh, a really good regular season is by elevating your play in the playoffs. I know there's no morning skate tomorrow. Well, usually there isn't anyone. Yeah, it's optional skate. You know. Do you have an idea on, are you resting some guys tomorrow? Have you, have you looked ahead now that tonight's over? Yeah, I think we're just going to enjoy tonight. Uh, enjoy the win for next 20 minutes or so and then uh, and then we'll see how everybody wakes up in the morning and then and we'll make our decisions then. Any update on Cassin? Uh, he got the stick to the eye, got zippered up and looked okay. Uh, just but I haven't talked to the doctors yet but he, he looked pretty good. While you're making your decision on whether or not to rest yeah. guys, yeah. Uh, is the fact that it's back-to-back -back games, does that in some ways change the dynamic a little bit? Yes. So it's yeah. a little bit different knowing it's back-to-backs and yeah. just the workload? Yeah, just workload. And um, I still haven't seen anything from the league or anything confirming uh, dates. And um, so for us, back-to-back uh, um, -back factors into will factor into our decision-making for tonight's lineup. And is it a scenario where it's collaborative between you and the players or do you as the head coach decide whether or not you want to deploy certain guys? How, how do you think that, how will that work? Yeah, I think we sit and talk as a coaching staff. Uh, we sit and talk with our managers and certainly uh, if we're thinking of uh, pulling some people out of the lineup, we involve them in that discussion as well. Mike Smith tomorrow, I presume? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, um, we'll see. Let you know tomorrow morning. The last game of the season. <laughs> Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.